You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. This is episode 60 of Leading and Learning, and the title of today's show is Aristarchus, the kind of person that every leader needs. Now, Aristarchus is not a household name in New Testament studies. I'm sure if you've spent much time reading the New Testament, you've read his name, but probably just went over it quickly and didn't really give it a second thought because he's not the kind of guy that stands out. There's not a lot of information in the New Testament about him, but what we do see is incredible and it's worth taking a look at. And today's episode is adapted from a chapter in, one of, in, in, in my book, New Testament Snapshots, and I'll talk more about the book later. But uh, Aristarchus is the kind of guy that every leader wishes they had 10 or 50 or 100 or 1,000 of. We see a man who knew the power of being there. He was always there when Paul needed him, and his life is a great example for us. The first time that, that we uh, see Aristarchus, the first time he shows up in the New Testament, is in the book of Acts. And Paul has just left Ephesus um, after almost getting killed there during a riot. And he's, he's traveling, he's on his third missionary journey, and he's actually traveling back to his home church um, in Antioch of Syria. And as he's heading back, um, what we find out is there's a plot on his life. And the Jews always were trying to kill Paul. There was always tension. And so um, we, we see in Acts 20, verse 4, that Aristarchus is one of the guys who's traveling with Paul. And as they're traveling, they find out that there's this plot on Paul's life, and it forces them to change their travel plans. Now, of course, Travel in the first century was very difficult. Travel by water was very dangerous, as we'll see in a few minutes. Um, travel by the roads, you were subject to robbers and, and any number of other bad things. So, so travel in the first century was, was very difficult. And so to change their plans, they actually had to make the trip much longer than it would normally have been. But Aristarchus was with Paul the whole way. Now, Aristarchus also shows up again in Acts, this time on Paul's ill-fated journey to Rome. If you remember, Paul appealed to Caesar. He was a Roman citizen. He had the right to do that. The Jews wanted to put him to death, and Paul felt that uh, the charges that had been brought against him were, were, were unjust, and he, he could easily beat them. But the only way that he could win his case was by appealing to Caesar. So he was sent to Rome as a prisoner. And Luke writes, When the time came, we set sail for Italy. 
Paul and several other prisoners were placed in the custody of an army officer named Julius, a captain of the Imperial Regiment, and Aristarchus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica, was also with us. And that's Acts 27, verses 1 and 2. Now, anyone who's read the book of Acts know, knows what a dangerous and harrowing trip this was. Um, and we're not told why Aristarchus is, is with Paul. It's just assumed that he's traveling with Paul, um, which again speaks volumes of his character. But um, this was a very difficult trip. The ship encountered a violent storm. The sailors were unable to control the ship, and it was driven by the wind for almost two weeks. There was a real danger of everybody perishing at sea. The ship ended up being driven by the wind onto a reef off the coast of Malta, where the ship was broken up, it sank, and those on board managed to swim to shore. But if you haven't read this story, Acts 27, read it. It's one of the most exciting travel documents um, of the ancient world. Um, even people who, who who are not Bible scholars or Bible fans or even Christians talk about how exciting and vivid this this travel story is. And of course, the the fact that the Apostle Paul was at the center of it makes it even that much more exciting. But you know, Aristarchus decided to travel with Paul to Rome as a friend, as support, as a traveling companion, as a co-worker. Um, I don't think that's what he signed up for was to almost get drowned in the in the Mediterranean. But but again, we're seeing the power of being there. He was a guy who was willing to endure hardship with Paul. Now, Paul also mentions Aristarchus in two of his letters. Um, he was mentioned twice in the book of Acts, and he was mentioned twice by Paul in his letters. The first in the, the letter to the Philemon, um, awesome little letter. He's mentioned with Mark, Demas, and Luke, and he's, he's identified as one of Paul's co-workers. So he was a laborer with Paul, a, a fellow servant with Paul in the gospel. In Colossians, we find out that Aristarchus was also a fellow prisoner with Paul. Paul says in Acts, in, excuse me, Colossians 4.10, Aristarchus, who is in prison with me, sends you his greetings. So even though he stays in the background of the New Testament narratives, Aristarchus provides us with an incredible example of faithfulness and loyalty. His two mentions in the book of Acts both involve severe hardships because of his relationship with Paul. Remember, the first one was because there was a plot on Paul's life, which, of course, would have probably meant a, a plot on the a threat on the lives of his traveling companions as well. But Aristarchus continued to travel with Paul, even though they had to take a longer trip. And then the second time in Acts, on the, 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 the trip to Rome, where the ship sunk and, and you know they all barely escaped with their lives. And then we find out that uh, um, he was also with Paul um, in a very difficult time. He was with Paul in jail. And, you know, that's not a surprise. It's, it's not hard to speculate on why Aristarchus was arrested and, and with Paul in jail. He was likely taken into custody because of his relationship with the Apostle Paul or because of the work that he was involved in with the Apostle. Aristarchus was one of those people that every leader wishes they had more of. He was someone who was not afraid of hardship. You know, there's a lot of people that'll sign on for leadership because they like the title leader. They like the idea of having uh, authority. They like the idea of kind of being up in front of people. They like the idea of being the man or the woman. 
But you know, leadership is about being there. And it's about sometimes suffering hardship and suffering inconvenience. You know, thankfully in the Western world, eh, there's not too much hardship that we have to go through to be a Christian. But sometimes we do have to be inconvenienced. Leadership is very, very often about being inconvenienced. And Aristarchus was one of those guys who was not afraid of hardship. He was not afraid of being inconvenienced. And he was faithful and loyal to the very end. Now, there's a historical tradition. This is not in the Bible, but this is a historical tradition passed down by the church fathers um, that's associated with Aristarchus, and it's that he was martyred under Nero's reign. Now, Nero was the emperor until 68 AD, and he was also the emperor who uh, had Paul put to death. Now, if Aristarchus was put to death during Nero's reign, it was probably around the same time as the Apostle Paul's death. Tradition tells us that Paul was beheaded in Rome in 67 AD. In life and in death, Aristarchus never shrank back from suffering for his faith and serving the leaders that God had placed around him. Well, now it's your turn. What are your thoughts on Aristarchus and on his faithfulness to serve the leaders that God had placed in his lives? You know, um, serving our leaders is very often how we serve God. And, And Aristarchus is a great example of this. And I'd love to hear what you have to think about this important topic. So go to davidspell.com, leave your question or your comment in the comment section for today's post. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. By subscribing, you'll never miss a single blog post. I publish three posts a week, and subscribing will make sure they come right into your inbox. And subscribers also receive my monthly subscribers-only newsletter. Well, now it's time for this week's resource highlight. New Testament Snapshots is the the resource that, 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 that we pulled this information from Aristarchus from. And New Testament Snapshots is a book I released a couple of years ago. And it's a, a way that we can look in, and see some, some people that we don't hear as much about. You know, in, in the New Testament, there's a lot of people that kind of stay in the background. There's a lot of people that, that are very, very important, but we don't know that much about them. But by digging into what we do know about them, we can really learn a lot. So I, I challenge you, take a look at New Testament snapshots. It's a great way to jumpstart your Bible study. It's a great way to give you some insight into some of the New Testament's lesser-known characters. Aristarchus is one, some of the writers um, of, of the Gospels, um, many, many others of Paul's traveling companions and people that Paul mentions in his letters we take a look at. So New Testament snapshots, there'll be a link in the show notes. Check it out. I know you're going to love it. Now, as we close today, can I ask for just a small favor? Would you take just a moment and go to iTunes and leave Leading and Learning a Review? Good reviews help us get our content to a larger audience of people just like you. 
So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion. Thank you.